Shout out to lovely as one underscore PK. Um, yes, just wanted to give her a little shout out. She is on Instagram and she does some wine stuff, y'all. Yes, okay. She got the cute little charcuterie boards and all of that, y'all. It looks pretty dope. So if you in Tennessee, because I think that's where she's based, y'all go ahead and check her out, okay? So I also want to give another shout out to Toya. Because we were talking about Cruel Summer, and your girl Toya made the connection that Mama Debbie is the same person that plays Christy on Secrets and Lies, y'all. And not only that, but if you haven't watched Little Fires Everywhere, oh my gosh, that was one of the best shows a few years ago, okay? I wish they would have had a second season, but it just wasn't in the cards, y'all. It was supposed to be a one-season type of situation. So anyway, she made the connection that, um, oh God, I forgot the main character's name. But anyway, her daughter plays um, Izzy on Cruel Summer. So shout out to you, Toy, okay? All right, that's all I got for y'all. So let's go ahead and get into the episode. Oh, y'all, I forgot to give a synopsis. Oh, hold on, y'all. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, y'all, so we back, y'all, so we back, y'all, so we back at it, back at it, back, back, y'all. Y'all, I ain't gonna lie, this summer is long as crap, okay, so I'm gonna have to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, uh, <laughs> bring this down, okay? <laughs> Do some cliff notes or something, uh, when I write my summary for the, the episode. <laughs> so, in the summary for this episode, y'all, we got all alone on Christmas Eve, Ben must face that Detective Cornell has uncovered damning video evidence that practically guarantees he will be charged with Tom's death unless he can remember what happened that fateful night. Along with Dave, a desperate band retraces his steps, searching for any clue that might jog his memory and clear his name. Meanwhile, the Crawford's marriage is falling into total disarray, and Natalie and Abby are caught in the crossfire of Christy and Ben's uh, increasingly nasty verbal battles. Ben's lawyer, Mr. John Garner, comes up with an alternative theory of the murder, which leads to a shocking discovery and more secrets and lies from those closest to Ben. See, I told y'all that was long, right? We basically done went through the whole episode. Why am I even here? <laughs> All right, y'all, so let's get into the episode. So we start the episode off with Ben. He is 
trying to remember what happened the night that he got out the cab okay and so he's having little flashbacks we see him in the cab and then we see him get out and instead of him walking to his house he walks the opposite direction over to jess's house and then he wakes up so then he goes over to his lawyer's house mr john garner and it's christmas y'all and so he's literally opening up presents with his kids when ben comes knocking on his door and so he was like i i, I didn't know what else to do okay i'm sorry to bother you on christmas and so john was like no nah, it's cool we good so they go walk and he's telling him that he's gonna get arrested oh my i'm gonna get arrested i'm gonna get arrested yes you are but calm down okay everything is gonna be fine and he ends up telling ben that they've got like a week to stall okay thanks to him ratting linda out about her being the leak from the lab now cornell and the rest of the prosecution team have to come up with another angle to try to get at ben okay they need they need different evidence because they can't use any of the stuff that uh, Linda had, okay? So he says that with that leak, that bought them a, at least a week for him to get arrested, okay? Well, so what's going to happen now, okay? He says that Cornell, that's the reason why she showed, why she sent the video, because John got the video too. And so he says that that's the reason Cornell sent out the video, because now she needs different evidence. And so um, he tells Ben that in the meantime, he needs to try to remember what happened that night that Tom got murdered when he came home from the bar. It's very crucial that he remembers because once they go to trial, then he's going to be expected to get up on the stand to testify, okay, and tell his side of the story. And if he can't remember what happened that night then guess what they don't have a choice but to take a plea deal and nobody wants to take a plea deal especially if you didn't commit the crime which i don't think he did so y'all ben is gonna have to figure out just what in the hell he did once he got out the cab and walked over to jess's house can we not go ask jess does she not remember So Ben takes my advice, and as he's heading home, he sees Jess coming out the house. Okay, good. Thank you. So he walks over, and he tries to ask her, you know, does she remember anything else from the night that Tom was murdered? And, y'all, she is having a hard time today, okay? It's Christmas. This is the first one without her son. Like, it's just rough for her. And so as she's going to get ready to talk to him, uh, you know, she tells him, that she's struggling today she's just trying to get through it all then we see her sister and elaine come out and elaine is giving her sister some type of recipe tips who cares all right so they both look over at him and elaine is like girl i gotta go yeah yeah you should leave after what your husband did to me so then her sister says wow you sure do have a way with the neighbors girl why are you even here okay shut up shut all the way up so Jess uh, asked him, you know, do you not trust me? Do you think that I'm hiding something? And he says, no, 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 no. It's, it's for my lawyer, okay? I just, anything helps if you remember. And so just as she's going to get ready to tell him that, y'all, oh, well, before that, she mentions that um, her sister, she's trying to make things right. <laughs> right with who? 
with the family because there's no way that me and you would be getting the same car to go to any type of family function. After you just slept with my dude, girl, get out of here. Be glad that I even let you in the house without a boop as soon as you walked through the door, okay? You would have got bopped. So anyway, just as she's going to get ready to tell Ben something about the reason why she thought um, Scott was actually Tom's murder, her sister butts in again and is like, girl, we got to go. I don't want to be late. Again, why are you here? And so just disregards whatever she was about to say and was like, you know, have a Merry Christmas. And she ends up walking back to the car. So Ben goes in the house and he gets a phone call from Natalie. And Natalie is like, Dad, when are you coming? Okay, I'm ready to go. <laughs> she wants to come back with Ben. <clears throat> and she says that Christy is outside just chattering away with Michael and his boo thing. Okay, like they ain't got no problems at all. Like she is totally carefree and abby well abby she ain't talking to nobody right now okay she giving everybody the silent treatment so when can i come back home with you and he says well you know i'll uh i'll try to see if i can work something out with your mom so just then as she's complaining christy comes it comes nearby and so she play it off and um he tells her that he'll talk to her real soon but then christy wants to talk to him and so she ends up saying that she's she's got to grab some stuff. And so he was like, okay, cool. Well, uh, you know, I'll be here all day. And so she was like, no, nah, that ain't going to work. Okay, well, how about I grab whatever you need and then I can bring it to you. Well, the point is, Christy don't want to see his stupid ass. Okay, that that's the real truth. She says she don't want to see him right now. They don't want to talk. They both being irrational and stupid. And he's like... But Christy, it's Christmas. Like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Which she's she's totally in the wrong. It is Christmas. And he wants to see his kids. And she is doing everything that she can to prevent him from doing so. And so she says, you know what? I'll just come by another time when you're not there. I want you out. So they're going to continuously butt heads for now, seems like. And I'm, it just sucks that the girls are stuck in the middle of their BS. So then, um, as he gets off the phone with her, Dave comes over, okay? And he's come with a Christmas gift, y'all. So Ben unwraps it, and guess what it is? It's the damn flashlight. Yes, okay? Dave done came through and saved the day. I thought, oh boy, when they sent the forensics team out there, I thought, oh boy, was going to find that damn uh, flashlight. But guess what? Dave came through and scooped it up as soon as... He told him about Christy being suspicious about what he was doing in the woods. Come on, friend. Done save me from getting locked up, okay? Done possibly save my life. Well, <laughs> thank you, okay? You saved my life too, so now we even, okay? So, uh, yeah, so they go get rid of the, the flashlight. There's no need to let it keep lingering around the house. And so they end up taking it back to the warehouse where... uh crazy kevin had him hemmed up waterboarding him and all that and he ends up dropping it in like this uh this well i don't know if it's a well but it's like a well shaft so yeah it's a long way down okay hopefully nobody will ever think that uh he came back out there after everything that happened to him you know all that ptsd stuff so hopefully we got rid of the murder weapon for good 
So after they ditch the flashlight, they decide to take a trip over to Christie's brother's house. And despite <laughs> what Christie told him, honey, Ben is going to go for the gusto, okay? He wants to see his girls. It's Christmas. And so Dave is trying to talk him out of doing this because we're not sure what Christy is capable of, okay? We done met mean, nasty, crazy Christy that, that was married, but now we're venturing into a whole nother different territory, okay? We're talking about divorced Christy, okay? And we're not sure what she gonna do. So this is not really a good idea, Ben. And he said, F that, I'm finna go see my girls, okay? What's the worst she can do? You just had to ask, right? So they get there. She's like, oh, I knew you was going to pull this, okay? And so he says that he wants to see his girls, and she says, no, absolutely not. He should have thought about that before, you know, he did what he did to her. He embarrassed her. He humiliated her, this and that. And he says, okay, well, it, and I get it, Christy. You're hurt. But him seeing the girls, that ain't about you, okay? That's not about you. It's about what them girls want. And them girls want to see their daddy. And so, um, you know, they go back and forth. She she hit them low, below the belt a few times. And she said, it's funny how you sit up here and try to judge my parenting skills when just three weeks ago, you didn't even know how many damn kids you had, sir. Yikes. <laughs> so anyway, they go back and forth for a little bit. And Christy said, oh oh <laughs> you want to see what i'm capable of let me show you so y'all she pull out her phone and she decides to try to call the cops okay and so just then as it's getting real nasty i'm like damn chris you really finna do this michael gets her attention and she happens to look up y'all the girls been watching the entire exchange from like the top deck and so now Christy is all apologetic. I'm so sorry to Michael and the girls. And, you know, it's always a, I'm taking, it's me and the girls. I got to protect them. No, he's not going to hurt them kids. And then she tried to hit him again below the belt, calling him a murder suspect. Really, Christy? I mean, and I get that, but do you honestly think that he's going to hurt his kids? Stop it. So, well, Tom is one of his kids too. But you should know your husband, okay? You know that he may be a cheater, but he damn sure ain't no killer. So anyway, the girls run back into the house. Abby is clearly upset. She goes chasing after the girls, and then Ben and Dave go home. So once they get back to the house, he apologized to Ben, uh, apologized to Dave because he didn't expect her to go that far with calling the police or at least attempting to. And, um, you know, they just start talking. And he says that Christy was really upset about everything. And then we go, uh, he says that, you know, he, she's right. Okay. I am a murder suspect. And then he mentions the fact that they're going to be going to trial. And so Dave was like, whoa, did I miss something? Yes, he's going to get arrested. Okay. Unless he can't remember what happened that night. And so he says, man, y'all had one hell of a fight. And then he brought up the fact that Christy had accused him of cheating, okay? And so then he says, why would she, you know, accuse me of cheating? It just came, like, from out of nowhere. And so then we get the flashback, okay? And the flashback is, uh, 
then Ben was coming in the room. He asked her, was she okay? Because she was sitting on the side of the bed with her back turned towards him. And so she randomly asked him, was he cheating on her? And so he was like, what? You know, you you crazy. What are you, what are you talking about? And so she says, are you cheating on me? No, he's not cheating on her. Okay. And so she says, well, you haven't touched me in months. Okay. And you haven't reached for me either. Okay. Don't think that I haven't noticed. And so he says, okay, well, if I was cheating, then who would I be cheating with? I don't know. Maybe Jess. And so, y'all, he finally breaks down and confesses that he did cheat on her with Jess, but it was a long time ago. And she says, oh, my God, you know, how embarrassing, how humiliating. She lives right across the street. Natalie watches her, her kid. Like, are you kidding me? Wow. So that's what the argument was about. She ended up telling him to get out. Very forcefully, she screamed for him to get out. And if he didn't get out, then she was going to take the kids and she was going to leave that night. So he decided to leave. And we know what he did after that, or at least up until he got out the cab. So we come back to the present. And he was like, yeah, that was weird. Why would she accuse me just up and out the blue, right? And so then... um Dave goes on to say, you know, that Christy, uh, she may have loved him, but she never liked him, okay? Now, Jess, that's a different story, okay? And then um, he goes on to say about the uh, Thanksgiving. When they were outside, they were playing two-hand touch, right? And so uh, Ben and Jess were very touchy-feely, uh, you know, looking at each other real longingly in the eyes, you know, just lingering hands all of that okay and so Ben was like are you kidding me like none of that stuff happened sir you are a man so you wouldn't notice okay <laughs> but Dave said that he saw it and he's stupid okay so if a stupid man can <laughs> can't put two and two together obviously there's something there to at least give the idea that something has happened before if it's not currently and so that's where Christy Christy thought the idea that he was cheating with Jess came from. So anyway, there's that. So then um, he goes on to mention that uh, maybe he should just be alone. And Dave was like, bro, you don't want that, all right? And so then Dave starts to, you know, look all sad in the face. And Ben was like, what's wrong, buddy? You know, you got me. We're good. And uh, he says, you know, I might not have you for long. And then he goes on to say that he's got something to tell Ben that he's been wanting to tell him for a long time, but he was in a bad place and he just didn't know how to do it. And um, he feels really bad about it. He just couldn't find the right time to do it. Damn, Dave, just spit it out. What do you have to tell the man? And then it goes to commercial. So after commercial, we finally figure out what happened and why Ben can't remember I'm sure y'all have probably already put two and two together, right? So, Dave goes on to tell him that the night that Tom was murdered, he was not like himself. Like, he had never seen him like that ever. And they've been friends forever in a day, right? So, he says that he took him out to the bar to blow some steam off. But once they got to the bar, he was still really on edge, okay? And then we get the flashback. Okay, and so 
Ben is saying that them going out to the bar has somehow made him even more depressed than what he already was. And so Dave is like, you know what? I wish we could go back to those days where we would just smoke like a nice fatty and, you know, forget all of this. Okay. And he says, you know, like good times. Like we, we had such great times BC and that stands before Christie, not before Christ y'all. <laughs> I love it before Christie. So anyway, he says, you know what? I got to go let off the last round because he ordered another round of uh, drinks, right? So Ben goes to the bathroom and Dave decides to pull out some type of pill, medication that he's taken to let the stressor off. It, I don't think it was a roofie, y'all, but it was something to relieve stress, all right? Anxiety medicine, I'm, I'm assuming. But of course, you know, you still can't mix the two, right? So anyway, he ends up taking a little bit of it. He puts the rest of it in Ben's drink. He swishes it around, and then Ben comes back out. And so we come back to the present, and Ben is like, you freaking drugged me, you know? <laughs> he gets very upset. And so Dave is like, you know what? I'm so sorry. I, I never had seen you like that. I just wanted you to relax, you know, take a load off the stand the third. And so ultimately Ben forgives him after he calms down. And so he was like, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you my best friend. You my only friend. Now we just got to figure out what happened after that. And so we flash back again. And I'm assuming that this is post him starting to sip on this new drink because y'all Ben is definitely lit, okay? He is completely inebriated. He is talking loud. He's talking about the institution of marriage and how it's a sham. Fellas, don't do it, y'all. It's a scam. Don't do it. So, <laughs> so as he's talking, I'm assuming that maybe he thought this one girl that was in the bar was Christy and so... So anyway, he goes up to Dave, and Dave is trying to get his Mac on, and he he hypothetically suggests that the girl that's with Dave, that say they get married one day, and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, Dave turns into an icy bitch, okay? We know he's talking about Christy, and you try to psych yourself out and say, you know, that maybe one day you'll change back to the person that you once were when y'all first fell in love, but, um, you know, then you come to the realization that that just ain't gonna happen. <laughs> and so then you get into the mindset of, well, I'm doing it for the kids. I'm here for the kids. I'm here for the kids, right? And so then Dave is like, yeah, okay. All right. Clearly you've had enough to drink. And so then um, he he starts talking to the lady that I'm assuming he believes is Christy. The lady is trying to get him to let go of her arm because, y'all, he grabbed her arm. Okay, not like super forceful, but he did grab her arm as she was trying to leave. And um, he ended up spilling his drink on the ground. So then Dave was like, yeah, nah, homie, it's, it's time to go. Okay, so he grabs Dave, he grabs Ben. He goes to put him in the cabin. He sends Ben on his way. And so then we flash back to the present. And Ben was like, so you didn't think to come with me? You didn't think to ride home with me to make sure I got there? He was like, bro. I mean, how wrong could you go? Like, I gave the man your address. He dropped you off. What what could go wrong? You were at home. And he says, yeah, no, that was that was before the video. What video? And then he tells him about 
the fact that Cornell showed him a video walking right over to Jess's house instead of his own house once he got out the cab. Shit, what's gonna happen now? I don't know, y'all. Ben can't remember what he did after that. Yeah, Dave definitely tried to pull an Allen off the hangover, so, uh, yeah, no. PSA, you guys, don't drug your friends because you're you never know what type of reaction they may have, especially if they've been drinking already. So Ben is like, you know what? I could have done anything while I was drunk and drugged, okay? I could have possibly killed my own son. And so Dave is like, what motive would you have? Exactly, okay? You didn't have your flashlight either. But Ben is like, you know what? I was so out of it. I could have went back at any time and got it before I headed into the woods. Well, that is true, but highly unlikely, though, okay? Thank you, Dave, for trying to post the benefit of the doubt here. Thank you, okay? And so he says, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're actually going to retrace our steps from that night, okay? And so Ben was like, that actually works for you? Well, five out of eight times that he's tried it, yes, okay? It, it does work pretty well for him, so that's exactly what they're going to do for Ben. So they head to the bar, and y'all, he was not kidding, okay? He got jacket and everything, okay? He said he was going to retrace his steps, and he was not kidding. So they ended up going to the bar, ended up buying uh, both of the same drinks, and then um, the bartender was like, whoa, hey, what, what y'all doing here? <laughs> Guess Cornell must have been there. <laughs> Uh, she left a card or something like that. And so then, um, as they're doing all of this, y'all, the lady that he thought was Christy that night comes in, okay? And so they have a lot of chitter-chatter, but the key points that we find out from this whole exchange at the bar is that, for one, Ben was carrying around a sonogram picture of Christy's baby, before she got the abortion so and he says that when he was at the bar she kept talk he kept talking about his boy his boy how did you know it was a boy and he says that christy had gotten blood tests done early but even though she had already had the abortion they mailed her results to her and so they both knew that it was going to be a boy and so the lady uh, told him that he was carrying around this sonogram picture all night and talking about how it was a boy, this, that, and the third. So they figured that part out. And then we also find out that he called Jess and left that voicemail, but he left it to let her know that Christy knew about the one time that they had slept together. And so he was calling to apologize to her because he wasn't sure what was going to happen when Jess ran into Christy the next day. Make sense now? Okay, well, it seems like Ben is definitely off the hook from what we see, okay? There's a lot of reasonable doubt here. And so they got that squared away, and then Ben gets ready to go off to figure out what happened after he left from the cab and so dave tries to go this time and he was like what you, I, I i can't come no okay you said that i needed to retrace my steps so this part i need to do alone 
And he's definitely right about that. Y'all, what's finna happen? So just as Ben and Dave are about to part ways, Ben reaches inside his jacket and y'all, Ben pulls out a tooth. And Dave is like, that was like a baby tooth. Is that Tom's tooth? Is it Tom's tooth? So next thing we see, Ben is at the precinct with his lawyer and he's come in and his lawyer's trying to, you know, advise him that this is a pretty risky idea that he has, but Ben is like, I don't care. Okay, I'm finna go ahead and give her the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So Cornell comes in and they go on to inform her that Ben was uh, drugged that night that he um you know was at the bar and so that's why he doesn't remember anything and so they end up telling her that uh i i think dave's last name is Lindsay, but anyway said that he would slip some benzos okay that can create severe memory loss or temporary memory loss um you know if it's mixed with alcohol and so he goes on to tell her what happened the day that Tom was murdered, the night that Tom was murdered. So he tells her that him and Christy had got into an argument because she had, had she thought that he was cheating on her, and he confirmed that he did indeed cheat with Jess one time. And so once he got to the bar, he got super wasted, and then on top of that, he got drugged. And so he was carrying around this ultrasound picture of the the son that Christy got rid of, okay? And so that's why when Cornell went down there to question everybody and they mentioned an ultrasound and him talking about his son, that's why she assumed that he already knew about Tom being his son, but he did not, okay? And so then he goes on to tell her that, of course, you know, he was waving the ultrasound around and talking about his son. He was drunk. He was wasted. And then... He went to go try to call Jess and warn her that Christy knew about what they had done, but she didn't answer because he called the wrong number, okay? But he left a voicemail anyway, and so that's why Cornell got that voicemail. And so then he says that he went home, or at least he was meant to. When he got out the cab, he noticed that Tom's trike was in the driveway, and so he went to go you know, put it up, get it out the way so it wouldn't get ran over. And so then he wanted to try to go warn Jess again about the, the wrath of Christy because he saw that the TV was on. So he went to go knock on the door, but she didn't come to the door. And so then he went around the other way and then he peeked in the window and saw that she was sleeping. So he went in to turn the TV off, but when he was getting ready to leave out, he heard footsteps. And it turns out it was Tom. Okay, and so he was like, you know, why are you out of bed? It's really late. And so Tom says that he lost the tooth. And so Ben goes to go, you know, tuck him back into bed. And so as he's tucking him in the bed, Tom is telling him that he woke up because he wanted to check and see if his tooth was still under the pillow, and which it was. And so as he's talking to Tom, he done slipped, you know, his hand up under the pillow and grabbed the tooth from up under the pillow. And so he makes jokes with them, and he's asking them, you know, how many kids does he think exist in the world? And Tom was like 100,000 or something like that. That's a pretty big number, okay? You're probably right. So don't be upset if she 
is uh, behind a, a few hours if she's running late okay and so that that puts a little bit of perspective in in it to lighten the mood and so then um he asked tom does he want him to read him a story and tom was like no nah, that's basically for babies right but he said something about a soldier thing and so then that brings up the question of his well not even a question but tom states that his dad doesn't love him and so ben was like why why you say that okay because if he loved me he would be here well that's not really a conversation you know that i can explain that you'll understand but just know that your dad loves you very very much and so ben goes on to say that you know if he had a son like him that was handsome smart you know super intelligent just very happy then he would be very grateful for that and so then tom starts to get sleepy he rolls over and he tells him good night and he cuts the light out oh poor tom oh it was so sweet ben if you only knew so then ben goes back home and he gets on his own couch because him and christy are still upset with each other and um he goes to sleep so then we come back to the present and cornell was like yeah that was a really great story and all but you do realize that you are still the last person to see him alive and he says no i'm not okay his killer is the last person to see him alive and so she says you know you came down here to tell me all of this but you're still the primary suspect in this case and so he was like that's okay because i know in my own conscience for my my own mental sake that i'm not a murderer i didn't kill tom so who killed him y'all i still think it's somebody in that house and i i don't think it was natalie it was either christy or it was abby i've been i've been picking on abby y'all because i don't think christy even though she's upset about the situation i don't think that she would do that but what's the motive but i i just know ben didn't do it so ben is leaving the precinct when he has an idea he ends up stopping by jess's house and he realizes that that must have been what she was finna get ready to tell him before her sister really interrupted their conversation so he says he just says the two and she says that that she thought it was scott because some a ten dollar bill was left up under there so she figured that he had snuck back in and took tom now why would he put the ten dollar bill there if he planned on killing them intentionally doesn't make sense right so anyway she figures out that it was actually Ben that left the money and so she gets very emotional um and she thanks him and she's glad that Tom woke up because just for one night even though it was his last night he got to feel what it was like to be Ben's son and Ben was around quite a bit when Scott wasn't so I mean he always felt that but they just didn't know it you know so it was very bittersweet she ends up going back in the house and then he gets a phone call from his lawyer and his lawyer tells him that he's got an alternate theory that he wants to suggest if they're going to try to present a case that's full of reasonable doubt and the alternate theory that he's going with is that him and christy had gotten to an argument and the night that she finds out that Ben had an affair 
and with Christy is the night that Tom was killed. And so he was like, now, no, you know, she would never do that, but there was a pause, right? So he goes on to say, well, you know, I mean, if I present this to a jury, if you paused and you've been married to your wife for 17 years, just imagine what they're going to think if I lay out this whole list of laundry, dirty laundry at that. Y'all are finna get a divorce. She found out you had cheated on her, you know, with the neighbor next door. Spiteful. Revenge. You know, so, I mean, that could create a very good chance of reasonable doubt. So, he says, uh, and then he brings up the fact that the $25,000 check, it came from Christy. And so Ben was like, what are you talking about? You said that was a cashier's check. He said, let me tell you something. I work with criminals, okay? I got to know where my money is coming from. So won't nothing be coming back on me, okay? CYA. So anyway, <laughs> he says, we don't have that type of money. And he says, do you think that she would spend her last $25,000 on you? Let me tell you something, okay? I know. I know criminals, and I know women, okay? I know those two things. And I know that if she gave up this $25,000, best believe this is not her last, okay? So you may want to get you a good divorce attorney. And so as soon as he gets off the phone with the lawyer, he runs and starts to look for the rest of the money. Where is it? So he runs downstairs. Ain't down there nowhere. So then he runs up to the attic. And y'all, he looked like where the, like a hamper of clothes is. He moved that out the way because he sees some insulation that's been ruffled, right? So he moved the insulation and y'all, it's a safe. He cracked that safe open. Y'all, it's bands on bands on bands on bands of money in there where did she get that money from and that's the way the episode ends y'all who do y'all think killed tom where did christy get all this money from is this from her lover okay the buyer what's his name sam i think she said that's what his name was y'all let me know what y'all think you can reach me at me you tv reviews on facebook and on instagram you can also reach me at my TV reviews podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Do y'all still think that Cornell honestly thinks Ben did this? I'm not so sure anymore, y'all. I don't think Cornell is convinced either. But I think she is trying to figure out who really did it. So anyway, that's all I have for now. Please, y'all let me know what y'all think. All right. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.